In this episode, we will be talking about student loan debt and repayment options. Sammy and I talk about our different strategies for paying off student loans and how you can do it too. We also talk about financial freedom and how it relates to job satisfaction. Welcome to your PA Mentor Podcast. I'm Sammy Ngo, your host and fellow PA, and I'm here to help you navigate your way to a fulfilling PA career. At 26 years old, I landed my dream job as a brand new graduate right out of PA school without even realizing it, all because I had an incredible mentor who guided me through my first year as a clinician. My mentor completely changed my life and how I practice medicine. He didn't just teach me clinical medicine. He taught me how to love the art of medicine, how to develop work-life balance, how to avoid burnout, and most importantly, how to truly love and continue to love my profession. Because of him, I am the confident PA that I am today. And that is why I have made it my mission to help PA students and new grads navigate through the PA profession with advice, strategy, and tools to find your way to a fulfilling career as a PA. And with that said, my friends, it is now time to dive into today's episode. Hi, Erin. Hi, Sammy. We talk about money a lot on our podcast. And for a lot of people, talking about money, especially debt, is really uncomfortable. But it's so important. We can pretend all we like, but medicine is a business and businesses have to make money to stay in business. Right. And since only about 1% of us myself not included, are independently (laughs) wealthy, most of us have to make money to stay alive. Yes. And becoming a PA is not cheap. I graduated from our program with $150,000 in debt. Uh, I clocked in at $165,000, which immediately jumped to $170,000 as soon as I graduated, just from the interest. That's a lot of interest. I mean, interest starts accruing the minute you sign your name on that paperwork. That's right. And some of them, like the grad plus, it won't start until the day you graduate, but a lot of them start the day you sign for the loan. There were a few people in our class who were able to graduate without any debt, but that's pretty rare. Yeah. That's why this is so important for us to talk about because we're all walking around with these massive student loan debts, but we're afraid to get real about it. And today we are going to get real, real about it. That's right. And tell me, do you know what financial freedom is? I do. Financial freedom, it isn't about being rich. (gasps) It's not? No. It's about (laughs) not being in debt. And they're two very distinct things. You can be rich and have a lot of debt Mm -hmm. and not have any financial freedom. It's not about being rich. It's about not being in debt. Yes. We are going to talk about the different strategies that we've used to pay off and pay down our student loans. Sammy, you already paid your loans off, right? Yes. Hallelujah. I made my final payment about two and a half years ago. Uh, I, wait, what? You don't remember the date? No. Why isn't, why isn't it like a national holiday in your house? I know. It should be, right? Yes. Please get on that and yeah. start celebrating every year. I I do remember when I got the letter from the Department of Education Uh that said, you're free, you don't owe us anything, (laughs) be gone. I was like, I'm free. Suddenly, the chain just came off. Yeah, right? Run. run. (laughs) It's it's the best feeling ever. How did you already pay them off? I got real serious with financial planning once I realized I wasn't even touching my student loans with my minimum payment. Let me tell you, I was so stupid when I was in PA school. (laughs) 
I don't know if you know this, Erin, but did you know that I used to shop at Whole Foods as a PA Stop student? Stop it. I did. Stop. Because <laughs> I thought that I That is so bougie. <laughs> well, you know me. You I needed thought, to like, eat clean to have a pure mind for PA yes. school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to live an organic life, you know? And oh, I used to get gosh. so stressed out with school that I thought I needed some retail therapy. So my friend and I would just go to the mall and be like, let's de-stress. <laughs> Wait, I didn't ever get invited on those trips. Yeah, we never invited you. <gasps> well, I mean, it's, it's fine because I was broke. Whatever. I had no money. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. we had no money. We had, we had the same loans <laughs> you did. We just splurged You're a just little using bit. your student loans to pay for your retail yeah. therapy. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I was so smart back then. I even invested in a personal trainer during my second year because I gained 25 pounds in my first year of PA school. Yeah. I knew like, that you had that? hired a personal trainer, but I was like... Yeah. When is she having time for this? Like, I was literally like sleeping in my car on two and a half hour drives to rotations. Like, how are you yeah. having time to have a personal I trainer? I, I made some not so smart decisions, you guys. Oh my gosh. I was, okay, I was 23 years old when I entered That's PA true. School, okay. Yeah. So I was a total idiot. I had, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I just thought, Hey, I have money. You know, I have student loans. So <laughs> look at I'm this gonna live free money that loans. I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well I, I, I was a little bit older so i think yeah. i was like in my mid-30s um when she i was, was old PA school. i was really old bitch don't try <laughs> me today oh my goodness no i am older though but uh, you know i had already bought a house i had sold a house and when i was in pa school i was super frugal because mm -hmm. i did not want to have a lot of debt after graduation so my biggest extravagance was actually my all-you-can-eat sushi dates with you that was my baller lifestyle is, yeah. you know, no, I, no, I was the real baller. Feast. You weren't. Yeah, yes. You weren't. Yeah. I lived in a shitty, moldy basement apartment. Yeah, she did. Because <laughs> the roommate that I had had at the time that the program started, she ended up leaving and I could not afford to live in that apartment. And I was not about to put money on credit cards to afford that. So yeah. I took this nasty basement apartment and I lived there for like a year and a half. It was sad. Yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it was really bad. But I mean, yeah. that's that's smart though. I mean, yeah. you have, as a student, you have to keep your costs down so that you don't have to borrow so much money in loans. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, if you think that student loans interest rates are high, credit card interest rates are even higher. It's criminal. It, it's so bad. Yeah. So unless yeah. you can afford to pay off the balance of your credit card every single month, don't use it because you don't need to. Yeah. And I still don't use a credit card. I have had nothing but bad experiences my entire life with credit cards. They give me anxiety. They stress me out. Those interest rates make me so uncomfortable that I just, I can't put money on them. I just am like, um, can't do it. You're weird. I'm a grown adult and I pay off my credit card debt in full every month. So, well, you, you know, know what? It's no big deal. It's fine. That's not <laughs> what you used to do. So you've learned that with time. I did. But I learned also that I couldn't pay off my credit card <laughs> statements every month. So I just stopped using them because I was like, this That's is smart. Yeah. So literally once, once, killing exactly. me. Once you know that, once you yeah. know that, then, you know, yeah, you're really smart to do that. Yeah. So I was just like, nope, I'm not even going to try. Tempt it. I'm not even going to go there. Just yeah. don't even use them. So, yeah, I mean... When I graduated PA school, I was 26 years old and I had no idea how to manage a six-figure income. I, you know, I bought an entire new Banana Republic wardrobe because I thought that was important. <laughs> like I thought I had to look the part, you know? I bet you look cute though. 
So cute. <laughs> and with my first big girl paycheck, I booked a last minute spontaneous trip to Columbia with my friend. Oh my gosh, that is so expensive. Bougie. Yeah, because we like we deserve it. We, you know, went to PA school and let's do it. So Right, you deserved it. Exactly. That's the mentality right, I had. Yeah. I deserved it. And then for the next two years, I lived my bougie lifestyle. I traveled to Spain and Switzerland and Italy and Czech and getting those passport stamps. Nice. I didn't know you had it like that. I did. Uh, I, was, so, <laughs> I was living a good life. <laughs> but So when did you start paying off your student loans, though? I started with the standard 10-year repayment plan. For the first two years out of pay school, I paid, I think it was $1,200 a month. Mm-hmm. And that, I thought that was normal. Like everybody was doing, everybody was on the 10-year payment plan. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was living alone in Connecticut, I had this roommate who was a super nerdy Asian kid. And he would just ask me about my student loans. And he's a real like finance guru. And one day we were just, you know, chit-chatting and I had my statements on my countertop. And he looked at it and he's like, Sam, how long have you been paying off your loans for? I'm like, oh, like, you know, two years, no big deal. And he's like, you know, you haven't touched your loan at all. And I'm like, Ouch. what are you talking about? And, you know, he's just telling me all these things and he's like all these big words. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't say anything. I was just so embarrassed. I was like, it's fine. It's yeah. no big deal. It's no, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of brush it off. And I didn't, I didn't even look at my statements back then. Yeah. I just, and that's whatever. what keeps people in debt for so long is they're mm-hmm. embarrassed about it. They're embarrassed about yeah. it. They're embarrassed to talk about it. They're embarrassed to think about it. I thought through the 10-year payment plan was normal. I thought that that's what mm-hmm. everybody did. I didn't think anything of it. And then my neighbor was telling me, you know, you can pay this off easily in two years. Mm-hmm. And then one day during dinner, he came over with his computer and a spreadsheet. And he gave me like a timeline every month how much I had to pay. And he says, this is how you do it for two years. So, you know, it's really easy. You know, you have to sacrifice a little bit, budget a little bit. But once you pay it off, you'll be fine. And did you do it? No, of course not. I was like, you're an idiot. You don't know anything. Like, let me live my Nerd. life. Yeah. Which is really funny because four years later, he ended up going to business school at MIT. I'm oh, like, gosh. Oh, Sammy. He's actually really smart. Jeez. All right. Yeah, so when did you buckle down? It wasn't until after I moved to San Francisco. So my husband and I, well, at that time, he was my boyfriend. We moved to San Francisco and we were living off one income because he was going to school. So mm-hmm. I was pretty much sugar mama and yeah. he was living off of me. <laughs> and... <laughs> At that point, we were living in San Francisco, and it was very expensive cost of living. Our rent so was expensive. extremely high. We're eating out, going to bars, just you know, living a normal life. And then I realized I had no savings. Mm. And then one day, I just started looking at my student loan statements, and I realized, holy crap, I hadn't even touched a dime on my debt. Ouch. And then I just got super nervous, and I started panicking because I was thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to get married, we're going to have kids, we're going to buy a house. Like, what am I going to do? I have no money. Gonna and, be you know, when I, exactly. And mm-hmm. then when I get, you know, intense Put your about baby my, in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco, in your tiny little yeah. apartment. apartment. Yeah. It's a closet, pretty much. Yeah. I was following this Instagram influencer, and she was talking about Dave Ramsey and how she paid off her debt, what it meant to be living debt-free life. And I, I mean, I've heard about Dave Ramsey in the past, but I didn't really know much about him. So I started doing some research. And mm-hmm. when I get my mind onto something, I am like thousand percent. I'm so intense. Crazy. So yes. Yeah. Crazy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I told my husband about this, and he was like what? No, we're not doing this. And I was like, no, no, come on. It's only nine DVD videos. Just watch it. It's called the Financial Peace University. I was telling him that Dave Ramsey is known for his seven baby steps to getting out of debt. I somehow convinced my husband. We 
did it for a long time. We sat down every single week mm -hmm. on a Monday and we made a date. Like after 9 p.m., we watched TV and Sexy got some times. cheese and crackers and some wine. <laughs> yep. And just watched this freaking <laughs> stupid, boring video talking about how to save money. And nice. it was an hour long each time. And we did it for nine weeks. And then once we got on the same page and realized, okay, this guy, maybe he knows what he's talking about. Let's maybe get our shit together and start this process. And that's what we did. Was it hard to convince Dimitri? Yeah, because at first he was like, no, this is stupid. I don't want to do it. And mm -hmm. he was like, I don't want to budget. Budget is stupid. We don't want to budget. We're not poor. Budgeting is for poor people. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then I said, no, well, it's financial planning. Let's financially, you know, oh, let's financial plan for our future. And then he's rich like, rich people financial okay. plan. Exactly. <laughs> Poor people budget, rich people financial plan. <laughs> it's the wording, guys, the wording. Oh, my FYI. Gosh. Yeah. So there, that's how you get your partner to, to agree. You say, it's about financial planning, baby. Exactly. You're not budgeting because you don't do that. Yeah. Right? God forbid you do that. Exactly. You're not yeah. So cheap. we watch. Mm -hmm. We watched all nine DVDs and we decided to just tackle our debt. Dave Ramsey is known for seven baby steps. I'll mm -hmm. go through the first three that we did, which was the most helpful. Okay. The first step was to save $1,000 to start your emergency fund. Okay. So basically just keep $1,000, keep it there and do nothing. Step number two was to pay off all your debt except your mortgage. Well, we didn't have a mortgage back then. So we had uh, just a rent payment. Right. And then step three was to save up to, you know, three to six months of income to fund your emergency fund. And mm -hmm. then the rest of the steps, like four through seven, was basically just investments. So in step two for paying off all your debt, is that like credit card debt, you know, uh, student loan yes. debt? Everything. Car payment debt. Okay. How long did that take? Because that's that. So I feel like step one is like a baby step. And I feel like step yeah. two is like a ginormous step. Correct. So step two took us about a year or so, two years almost. So okay. you don't, you don't, it's not like a, a week thing. It's mm -hmm. two years. So, and baby step number two was the hardest because it requires a lot of discipline. The first thing we did was we paid off all our credit card debt. I think we had like maybe three credit cards, maybe like 500 or a thousand on it. Mm -hmm. So we tackled one at a time. So first credit card, second credit card, and third credit card. And then once we limited all the credit cards, then we tackled my student loans. My car was already paid off at that point. Oh, okay. I was just putting all my money towards my student loan. Mm -hmm. So Dave Ramsey recommended this app called Every Dollar. With this app, what you did was you allocated, you know, every um, dollar category. So for example, rent, your insurances, your car payment, your groceries. So you put in every dollar that you mm -hmm. spend and it links to your credit card and to your bank account. And you just basically add everything up. And the first six months, it's really difficult because we were always over budget or under budget mm. and we overspend underspend but then after six months it got much easier and we did this for two years straight so were you during that time were you living off of just your still one income initially we were we were in connecticut and when we lived in san francisco it was only my income because my husband was going to school at the time he had no income but once he graduated we were still in san francisco for about a year after that, once he got his job, then we had two incomes. Nice. And with that extra income, it was much easier. We lived off his income alone. And with my income, we didn't even touch it. All of my income went straight to my student loans every single month. Smart. Which made it so much easier, so much faster to pay it off. Mm -hmm. What about your, I know you had mentioned that you had used some of your relocation costs that you yes. Had negotiated. Yes. So when we moved from San Francisco to Las Vegas, I 
negotiated about $30,000 in my relocation costs. And so once I got that check for the $30,000, I put all of that straight into my student loans. I didn't even like touch it. I didn't even look at it. Didn't it even was, look at you it. know, doesn't yeah, exist. went straight in. Exactly. Yeah. And that helped significantly because that was a big chunk that just wiped off my loans. Nice. Yeah. And then didn't you keep saving though? Yes. Yeah. After we paid off my student loans, we just kept saving and living this really frugal lifestyle. And we were able to save up to, I think, like $120,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. In a span of a year, a year and a half almost, I think. Okay. And we used that money for a down payment because we, for the house, I mean, sorry, down payment for a mm-hmm. house. Because we, at this point, just had a baby and we wanted to buy a house and we were living in an apartment. And it was really cramped. We wanted a bigger space. We didn't have any money because <laughs> all the money we had went to our student loans. So we got really aggressive <laughs> and just started saving. We sure. kept saving, saving, saving. We had a goal. In a year, we want to save this much money and buy a house. And so we did. So for two years, we did the Every Dollar app. We just got really good with budgeting. And eventually, so do you guys still have like the budget talks? Are you still using yes. the? Mm-hmm. So we don't use it every dollar anymore because we have a better idea. But we still like we still do budgeting. Like we just did it like last last week. Um, husband and I sat down in our meeting. We budgeted what we need to do with you know our kids' schools, what we're spending for traveling. Well, there's no traveling right now. But <laughs> no, you know. no travel. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there's no but, travel. You know what I mean? But yeah, we, we, we still do it and we try to live this, continue to live this frugal lifestyle just so that we have extra cushion, extra savings when we need the money. Do you guys fight about money ever? Like arguments about how to spend the money? Not at all, to be honest. Since we have such a big savings as a cushion, we don't even fight. So for example, we bought a house recently and when we moved it's in- It's gorgeous, the first- by the way. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. It's so pretty. When we first, when we first moved in, the garage was broken. The garage door was broken and we had to replace it. I think it was a few thousand dollars. We're like, okay, just take out that from our savings account. Right. We had to buy all this new furniture for the house, you know, and a barbecue set and the couches. Just take it out. It's a lot less stressful when you're not trying to like come up with money that you don't have for unexpected expenses. Yeah. So we have a pretty big savings account just to have some cushions, some room to breathe in case something happens. So we had some unexpected expenses and just take it out. Mm Mm-hmm. So we don't mean like fight about it, which is really nice. Uh, So I did just want to mention, you guys, that we are not being paid to sponsor this David Ramsey program. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds like an infomercial. It's not. It's not. This is just what Sammy has used to help her pay off her loans. Yes. But just because you don't have a second income to live off of doesn't mean that you can't still pay off your student loans. Yes. So I'm not married. I'm single. I graduated with about 170000 in loans, and I've actually managed to pay it down to about 70000 That's really good, Erin. Yeah. The first few months after I graduated, I had no income. You guys remember because I'm an <laughs> idiot, and I don't I had know a lot how, of fuck to, ups. <laughs> how to sign contracts or negotiate and uh, whatever. But it was actually okay because a lot of the student loan lenders give you a grace period after graduation before you have to start paying them back. So once I did get a job, I signed up for the income-based repayment and started paying around $800 a month because it was all I could afford. And then as I earned more money, I switched to the different payment program that 10-year repayment one and started paying about 1200 a month. Mm-hmm. But like Sammy, after a few years of faithfully making payments, actually, I think it's about three to four years, I realized I still hadn't paid 
any of my principal down. None. Like, it was just <laughs> literally all going to interest. $1,200 a month, you guys. I mean, $18,000 a year over three years. That's 30. Our interest like, was really high though at the point, right? What was it? Uh, 6.7 and like 7.2 or something like that. Super high interest loans or interest rates and all of that money straight to interest. So the principal was not budging. I was so frustrated. I felt so overwhelmed. I felt stuck because you can't really do anything that you want to do when you have this enormous debt. And so I didn't go to work at the prison because it had a loan repayment program. But once I was there, I realized they qualified. And so I was, okay, I am doing this. I am getting that money. The first year I was like, hey, we're qualified. I'd like to apply. And they were like, oh, well, we qualified, but we're not actually signed up with the program because nobody's ever used it. That's insane. And I was like, wait. How is that possible? They have... I know. They have programs for medical, dental, and for mental health programs, and nobody had ever used them at that facility. I got our site enrolled so that we were officially part of the program. And so then about two years in, I was able to actually apply. And then at about two and a half years, I found out that even though I didn't qualify for the National Student Loan Repayment Program, I got the one for Washington State. Nice. I know. And when I got the email, I cried. I was just like so relieved. Like, oh my God, it's actually happening. Um, It was a moment. How much did they give you? Oh, so I got $75,000 over three years. So $25,000 a year. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And was there a lot of strings attached to the money? Uh, Oh, yeah. I was like Pinocchio over here. Oh, wait. Pinocchio didn't have strings. <laughs> Who has yes, strings? Pinocchio has strings. Oh, well, he ha- he did initially before he became a real boy. Oh, okay, I digress. Irrelevant. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah. So when you sign the contract for the program, you have to agree to work a certain number of days per year at your site. I think you're only allowed like 36 days off for the entire year. That's not that a lot. In- that is not a lot. That includes vacation, CME, oh, terrible. holidays, sick time. And if you don't meet your qualifying hours, you either have to like get permission. Like if you know you're not going to meet it, you can get permission and then you'll have to defer for a quarter. Mm-hmm. Or if you somehow get disqualified or th- over the course of the year, you don't meet the qualifying hours you have to pay it back plus Ugh. 50% interest. Are you kidding? You, no, I'm not kidding. 50% interest. 50% interest. I know. Wow, who wrote that agreement? S- someone who really wanted to make sure that you were going to be there. You're going to stay the clinic. for life. You're staying there. <laughs> You're you never are not <laughs> getting a day off away from this place. Well, I'm glad you read the fine print, dude. Oh my gosh. So I was so careful over the past three years about how much vacation time I took, where I went for CME. I was super paranoid, like, oh my God, I have to make sure I have my hours. (laughs) But I'm happy to say that June 30th of this year, I completed my three-year contract. Nice. Yay. Woohoo. We can breathe now, right? Yes. Are you really clapping for yourself? Yes. Oh God. Don't edit that out. Baby, edit this out. (laughs) No, don't. Hey, don't edit that out. 
Okay, whatever. It's fine. Whatever. So, yes. Yeah, so, I finally finished my contract. And actually, today, I got an email saying that as soon as they get my documentation that the last check was used to go towards my loans, they mm-hmm. will give me my papers releasing me from my contract. Then you're free. You're free. And then I'm free. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. From that like contract, it was draconian. So scary, but um, definitely worth it. So over the past three years, what I did was I still paid whatever monthly payment I would have made, whether I got the money or not. So I still kept paying that $1,200 or $1,300 a month. And then uh, that $6,250 that I would get every quarter, I would go into my loan and pay off a chunk of one of the bigger, higher interest loans so that I could start shrinking down the interest that was being made on those. And I just kind of tackled each one. And as I went down, it just started shrinking so fast. And then I was able to take out the rest of the money that wasn't going to be paid off by the loan. And I was actually able to refinance it through SoFi is it SoFi or Sophie? Anyways. I think it's SoFi. Yeah. So, and I got an interest rate of like 3.1%. That's great. Side note, I had actually tried to refinance earlier, I think one or two years into my student loan repayment, and they said no. Why? Because my debt to income ratio was too high, I guess. Uh, I know. And I, I just, I, I had too much debt. They said no. But then as I got those bigger chunks paid off, I went back like two years later and I was like, what about now, guys? And they were like, okay, (laughs) sure. But isn't it crazy how much money you put in every month? Oh my gosh. If you think about the amount of interest that you are paying for these loans, it is... It's not like a few hundred, it's a few thousand. It's tens of thousands. Tens of thousands, you guys. I think for like a $170,000 loan, they estimate that you'll pay almost $300,000 over the life of the loan to pay it back. Correct. That's almost half of what the actual loan is. So don't do that. Don't do it, you guys. When I first started, I was paying $1,200 and eventually got like $1,500, then $1,800, then like $2,200, then $2,500. And then at one point, I was paying $3,200 a month on my loan. That's insane. It is. But then it became normal because I was like, I am not paying all I'm not paying the interest, interest rate. Yeah, you know? not doing yeah. it. And it was, it's actually funny because I was talking to my brother about this. And then he's like, oh, like, are you almost on your loans? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? And like, he, you're crazy. And, yeah, and he's just laughing. He's like, What's your interest rate? Like 1%? I'm like, 1%? Yeah, right. No, it's 7 or 8%. Yeah. And he was like, are you kidding? You're an idiot. Why aren't you not paying everything off? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm this just is normal. The I, plan. I, yeah. I thought everybody was doing this and plan. And he was like, you're so stupid. He's like, take care of this shit. You, I thought your rate was like 1%. So I thought you weren't in a hurry because there's no interest rate. That was bad. So yeah, that was stupid on my part. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't understand how high of an interest rate, yes. 6.7% is on mm-hmm. $170,000 of debt. 6.7% if you're, I mean, it's high, but if you have like a lesser loan amount, it's not as jaw-dropping. Correct. But those numbers at that rate, it's just yes. astronomical. I mean, the way we did it, those are only our experiences. There's other right. ways to pay off your, your loans, right? Yeah, there's lots of other ways, you guys. So we're just talking about the ways that we did. We did it. Mm-hmm. One of our classmates, she actually had a contract with the Air Force 
And she had agreed to like, I think three or five years of service after she graduated and the Air Force paid for her schooling. And Mm -hmm. so she was able to graduate with no debt and have a guaranteed position in the Air Force. So that's not a bad way to do it. But there's a big but. But (laughs) she also, after graduation, got stationed in Mississippi. So be careful what you sign up for. Sorry, Mississippi. Too hot. Way too hot. Way too humid. (laughs) I would die a death. I would die. One of our other classmates actually had his employer pay for his schooling in exchange for a three-year work commitment. Mm -hmm. So he worked as a physical therapy assistant and they really liked him, I think, at an ortho clinic. And they wanted him to go to school, come back and work for them. And that's what he did. So he gave a three-year commitment and he was debt-free. Yeah. And he, you know, he was older. He was um, Mm -hmm. like a year or two older than me, had a wife, two kids. kids. Yeah. They stayed there. He moved to Connecticut and basically sacrificed two years to get yeah. this free schooling so that when he graduated, again, he was debt-free. Yeah. He has financial freedom and he has a guaranteed job. So, so smart. So smart. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, actually, I want you to bring this up. So on our Facebook group chat, somebody mentioned something about the public service loan forgiveness program. And I really liked your answer. So explain that to them. Okay, so the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, it's a federal program, and it is managed by the Department of Education. It is a legitimate avenue to pay off student loans. But, and this is the big but. big but, huge but. Of the applicants who have applied since this program has been in existence or since like people who have been doing it started to try to get their loans reimbursed at the end of their 10 years. So I think it's 2017. So since 2017, when people were first eligible to start applying to this program for student loan reimbursement, less than 5% have been approved. 5%, less than 5%. Five, less than 5%, you guys. That's nothing. If you are counting on this program to pay off your student loans, don't hold your breath. Okay. It's not a sure thing. <laughs> Don't get to the end of your 10 years and be like, oh, I'm going to yeah. not have any debt because no. 95% chance that you will not get approved. Actually, more than 95% <laughs> yeah. chance. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be a great option if it was a sure thing, but it is not a sure thing. Mm-hmm. So don't count on it. Yes. And one of the basic requirements to qualify for this is you have to make sure you make your payments on time for 10 straight mm-hmm. years. So you're going to pay off your loans anyway, so might as well just <laughs> pay them off faster right? so Correct. that when your claim gets rejected, which it will, <laughs> right, you'll or yeah, which it will, you'll already be super close to paying it off already. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's oh, shameless plug you guys. So that was a discussion that we had on our Facebook group page, which if you're not on it, come join us at your PA mentor from PA student to PAC. And you guys, make sure you answer the question at the group because Erin is ruthless. She declines everybody who doesn't answer those questions. I have a 95% rejection rate (laughs) if you don't answer the questions. Yeah. So make sure you answer the question. We want to make sure you're actual PA student or a PA graduate. Yes, yes. Because we yes, are really so. trying to keep our Facebook page tailored specifically to physician assistants. And we know a lot of you pre-PAs are sad and we get it. We understand. We're pretty great. 
But (laughs) (laughs) I think just to be able to keep our focus on physician assistance, this was the best way that we could see to do that. So, and it's not going to necessarily be like that forever, but just for now, bear with us as we kind of deal with the current COVID PA crisis and focus on PAs. Yeah, so come join our Facebook group. We're going to make it so much fun. We're working on it. We're trying, guys. I, yeah. I just have to, like, be better. Yes, be better. Yes, be better. Um, so let's get back to what we're saying. Oh, so yeah. financial freedom. Let's go back to that, Erin. Yeah. So what is financial freedom? So financial freedom, it's about having the freedom to take the jobs you want, live where you want to be living, and not be afraid of your future. Yes. When you have financial freedom... You don't have to burn out seeing 50 patients a day because you can't afford to leave. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay at a job you hate because it pays your bills. Your job satisfaction, your mental health, and your relationships will all improve with financial freedom. So make it a priority and don't be afraid to talk about it. Talk about loan and debt and money. Mm -hmm. Educate yourself. Yeah. I mean, pay your loans off. That is the best and most solid piece of advice we can offer all of you. It's worth it. You'll be happier. You'll be healthier. Your relationships will be better. And honestly, people who talk about money tend to have more money. So, yes. <laughs> because so we're filthy rich then, in that case. No. <laughs> By that logic. But we're right trying here. to be. That's the thing, right? So if we yes. had continued to just not talk about money, not look at our statements, keep paying our payments, and not really thinking about what we were doing, we would not be nearly... It's close to paying off our loans. For me, yeah. I wouldn't ha- be this close. And Sammy, she would still be poor. Letting Dimitri be her sh- her sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Yeah. True. So just pay it off, you guys, and yeah. do it as quickly as possible. Just sacrifice your you life. Can. Have, yes. And just, it's, it's a little sacrifice, a mm-hmm. lot of discipline, but just do it and, you know, live frugally for, you know, three to five years. And after that, you have complete freedom to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can live in a big city. You can buy that fancy house. You can bathe in dollar dollar bills if you want. <laughs> you know, whatever Gross. it is that you want to do. Dirty dollar bills. Yeah. Do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. But just pay off your loans. Don't let it be a burden. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it hold you back. And one of the other ways that I have been able to pay it down quicker is as I pay other things off, like my car payment, I just finished paying that off. And so now my car payment payment goes towards my student loans. Yes. So, and I don't think about it, right? So I I didn't have that money before. I don't have that money now. I don't look at it. It goes straight to the loan too. So don't miss money that you don't see. Correct. Don't think about like, oh, I'm, p- I'm spending so much on my loan and I could be having all this other fun stuff with it. Like, don't look at it. Don't see it. Just let it go straight to the debt. And then the sooner I it's paid you. off, you're free. the happier you'll be. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that is all we have for this week. Erin, what are we talking about next week? Oh, we got more sexy stuff to talk about. Ooh. Malpractice. Ooh, so sexy. <laughs> Lawsuits. Yummy. Yay. Clinical documentation. I I all so like, fun. Geared up for Super it. Super excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's really boring topics, but we're so gonna boring, try to make it guys. fun. We're we'll gonna try. make it like so awesome and yeah. entertaining in the best hour of your life, okay? Yeah. I don't know how to sex up <laughs> malpractice, but we'll you know We'll make it fun. We'll we'll try to make it fun. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that is all. If you have not subscribed, please do so. Leave us a review or a comment, and we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Bye. Bye.